what is going on everyone it is episode two barn burners podcast with your hosts reem and taylor clyde clyde how we doing doing well reem how are you doing pretty well uh today on episode two we're going to uh cover a lot we even have a special guest zachary watson coming all the way down from new brunswick canada joining us on zoom today so we'll get in with that with him later we're also just going to do a quick little catch up on some sports news that's gotten gone on over the past week since our last episode. Um, we'll have our takes for you. And of course, our interview with Zach. And we'll end the episode off with another version of our top five little debates. But let's get into episode two. Taylor, JJ Watt got released by the Texans. What, what do we think about that? Um, definitely controversial decision, especially knowing... J.J. Watt is by far the greatest Texan of all time. Um, uh, what, three-time Depoy? Two-time? I believe three. Three-time? Yeah, two Got, or three. Yeah, snubbed out of an MVP in, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. Around then? Um, yeah. I, I, I personally, I didn't, like, I knew, I've heard he was very good. Like, I've seen some of the stats and everything. But I'd never really seen film until after he got released. People were starting to post a little bit more about him. And like, I was just blown away. Like his, like his, just his speed, like he's massive, but just like his overall speed and like his just power to get through the quarterback. Like I was just blown away. And I was just like, wow, that's the fact that what bothers me the most about the trade is the fact that, or the release is that they released him. They didn't trade him for anything. And I saw some stuff about it was like out of respect for him, like to not just trade him, like let him do what he wants to do. But like, I just think it's kind of ridiculous the fact that they're not getting anything for him, especially for the Texans. Like they cannot afford to like lose assets like that. Yeah. Like this is the worst team in the NFL going to be so bad this year with Deshaun Watson or without. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think, I think it does open the door Um, Because we could see, I've seen the two main destinations I've been seeing are, for one, the Steelers, where he joined his brother TJ. uh, That'd be cool. That would be crazy. Uh, And the other one would be the Bucks, um, which would make that defensive line even more star-studded. Which I I don't even know where he'd be. I would not like that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure he'd be, anyone would have to pay him too much um, because he's not at his most efficient yeah. Uh, age he's still there though. I'd say he's like seventy percent of like. Yeah. Still at like his peak. I don't know. He's only like, I don't know. He's in his thirties. I think he's still got some gas left in the tank though. Um, I saw some things where he was going to uh might go to the Chargers, which I would love to see him and uh Joey Bosa end up there. I feel like that'd be really cool. The uh, uh, both really good edge rushers. I think that would help their defense a lot, which was. One of the reasons why they were so bad last year is the fact that their defense was just terrible and they're letting up points late in games. Um, but in other NFL news, uh, Taylor Heineke signs a two-year, $9 million contract with the Washington football team. Um, I, I was a little surprised to see them actually re-sign him. I thought he was just going to walk and maybe have something happen in free agency, but the fact no, nine mil on... I, I was impressed by his last game, but you never really know what, it, like, whether that's just luck or the fact that the Pat or the Bucks didn't really prepare for him. So, yeah, yeah. And the the football team has 
they've got a history with um, some bad decisions in the quarterback position. Yeah. Going back like RG three. Yeah. He signed a big deal and then got hurt and blown off injuries. Face the earth. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Sh- did Alex Smith get hurt with the the football team or with the Chiefs? No, it was a football. Uh, team. Either way, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they've been kind of unlucky there, but I definitely see potential in Heineke. Um, not as much as someone like Herbert or some of the other young guys we're seeing, but I think he'll be a decent option for them, especially with uh, how like their um, organization is looking at the moment. One of the um, like reasons I'm just so confused though is that like they're still looking for like other quarterbacks. Like they're gonna draft one, and or if they don't get one in free agency, they'll draft one. Like I've seen like Mac Jones is someone they might try and pick up or. Um, the guy out of Florida, oh, Kyle Trask. So I'm just really confused by a lot of the fact that they decided to even like put money into him if they're just going to get another one. It's probably just for like competition and like training camp. But uh, definitely is interesting. Just I think keep a little monitor on that situation in uh, Washington. Um, we also had college lacrosse kickoff mainly. It was our first big weekend of college lacrosse. I don't know if Clyde, if you watch any of the games. I was on them a lot. I watched the uh, uh, UNC um, is very dominant in the first two wins. They played Jacksonville just last night, no, two nights ago. Um, and then before that, they had a very big win over Denver where they scored some 24 goals, which is pretty outstanding to do in a college lacrosse game. I don't know if you have anything to say about that, Taylor. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's something you see once in a while. Um, Kind of just when the first game of the season clicking defenses and yeah, I mean it's definitely a good sign for them. Um, I don't know. It's interesting that offense isn't particularly star studded, um, but they were definitely moving the ball well, getting good shots up, um, and defense really didn't have an answer. Chris Gray is carrying UNC right now, um, and he, I believe, I think he's going to win the Torton. People say Sowers, but I personally think that Gray is going to win it. I think UNC is just more of a powerhouse than Duke is, even though it's it's not by big big margin, but I still think UNC is a little bit better. Yeah, I don't know. And Sowers obviously should have completely deserved it last year. Yeah, 100%. Um, no question. Got, got it stolen from him. He put up, what, 16 points in one game? Yeah. Um, Against. And then – yeah. Someone, yeah, and then transfers to Duke because the Ivy League won't give him another year of eligibility. Mm. And then, uh, he's his first goal, right? Was like the oh, yeah, they he pushed botched. the goalie down and then it just, yeah, fell into the goal. That's a yeah, like garbage way. goal kick yeah. in, um, <laughs> which is interesting. Interesting way to start his yeah. what is senior, senior season, yeah, or second senior season. One thing I, I did notice, though, like, like watching him play was the fact that um, he looked very stiff. Like the first two games that they played, they had like two games within 48 hours of each other. And he just looked really stiff. Like he wasn't looking like himself. It looked like he was just trying to do too much, which I'd, I'd say is partly uh, towards the reason of like being on a new team, just probably facing some pressure. And so um, like he couldn't really just play to like the way he wanted to play. So I'd say it probably was one of the reasons like he was just slipping and sliding all the time. Um, I even saw like, um, like one uh, take where it was because the fact that he's playing on turf, like through Princeton, they just have a turf field. 
and then Duke has a grass or grass field now. So I was just curious to see if that actually had any sort of implications as to his ability to change the direction. Yeah, and that seems like it did. I think it's also a bit with the coaching change, like going to Donowski, obviously. Yeah, 100%. Um, one of the two best college lacrosse coaches uh, behind Tierney. Mm-hmm. Um, the GOAT. And I think he probably writes runs a bit tighter of a ship, didn't let, give Sowers the same. Yeah. Um, Doesn't have as much freedom team. as he probably yeah. did at Freedom or at Princeton. At Princeton. Yeah. Freedom University. Um, yeah. I mean, Sowers is obviously a player that is going to be good anywhere he goes. Um, and I assume we'll see that in in the PLL next season uh, as he, he enters. Um, in other PLL news, Chris Hogan, ten-year yeah. uh, veteran on the New England or in the NFL, mainly in, uh, on the New England Patriots, signs with the PLL. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking it's more of a publicity move than I, a skill move. But where did he play again? Uh, Penn State. Yeah, captain he, at Penn State. But that was before, like they were like the program they are now. So it's yeah. like it's very interesting, the fact that. He was the captain at like Penn State, granted, but at the same time, I just find it really interesting the fact that like he's throwing away millions of dollars to pursue the passion that he played like that he had when he was younger, which I, I think is awesome. But um, I re- I'm like I'm questioning his overall like general ability to actually like, make the team. Yeah, and I mean I could see it being a thing where he, I mean, he's obviously a freak athlete, um, so he might just be kind of a short stick defensive midi type mm-hmm. role uh which i could see them doing just so his name is out there because this has created a lot of buzz yeah it really has. For, cbs sports is posting about it different instagrams yeah especially for the pll when this is kind of a crucial time um where they really need to start gaining some momentum um for this for this season or it's might be wraps um so I think it's definitely a very smart move by Rabel to try to bring him in. Yeah. Um, I think it could bring some good publicity to the sport. Rabel even uh, posted about uh, um, after like the tweet came out by uh, Adam Schefter that he was uh, transferring to the PLL. Uh, he said that uh, he'd gotten a text from Hogan saying that like at like the start of the new year that he'd been like in the he'd starting he had switched over already and was already like practicing and everything. So. Should be interesting to see like where his skills are at after some time off from just playing football. Um, should we give some takes? Because I got one that I think you disagree with, and I'd love to hear your response to it. Lay it on me. My hot take is the Giants will go above 500 next year. And so to our listeners out there that don't know, I am very biased as I say this, as I am a big Giants fan and Clyde is a big Patriots fan. So definitely some polarization there. But uh, so here here are my reasons behind this. Mel Kuyper Jr. has stated that he thinks Daniel Jones is better than all of the quarterbacks in this upcoming draft besides, besides Trevor Lawrence. And I think that I have, I have hope. I think that if we just focus on our O-line and we really just solidify ourselves our number one receiver in the offseason, like a Kenny Galladay um, or draft someone like Jalen Waddell or even a Pitts, I think that our offense would take a really good uh, step forward. Our defense is already there. We were playing like a top 10 defense in the league 
last year. Um, and I, I really like Joe Judge. I think he's taking the team in a really good direction. It seems like they, the guys really like him. We also got Saquon returning, of course. And I really think just the areas we need to focus on are O-line and receivers. And I think that we will com be competing for at least his playoff spot, 100%. Oh boy, where do I start? Uh, we'll start with Saquon Barkley. Um, so I spent my, my third overall pick on Saquon Barkley in fantasy this year. Uh, picked him over Dalvin Cook, picked him over Derrick Henry. Thank you. Picking him over a lot of guys. Um, Saquon gave me 27 yards, I believe, all season. Um, and I believe I blame that 100, well, half on his injury, but those two games that he was playing, they did not hand the ball off to him. They maybe have handed the ball to him once and threw him into the flat like two or three times. And I was just like, I, like why? It just seemed like such a waste of a pick. And it's just a waste of a talent for the Giants. Like this is, we're talking about a guy that for generational seasons talent. ago, a few seasons ago, we were like he was being compared to very similar greats. And yeah. now we're throwing them, him into the flat like twice a game, giving him 27 yards when he's the only like viable option on your offense. Speaking of viable, I see. Sorry. Yeah. Speaking of viable off, options on your offense, uh, Daniel Jones is not one of them. Um, I've had the opportunity. I'm giving, I'm one year, one year I'm giving him. That's it. I've had the, opportunity to watch way more daniel jones than i would have liked to um and every single time it's like he's making a good throw he's dri driving down the field and then he just throws like the worst pass i have ever seen in my life and it's not like a bad pass physically wise like it's not like he's not hitting the spot or whatever he's just making all of the wrong decisions and it's like and I don't think, like, he's that bad physically. Like, he throws it on a, he throws it on a dime. Throws it on um, a dime. Danny Dimes. Not bad mobility-wise. He just doesn't that's have decision-making. That's his best attribute is his mobility. And it's, like, yeah. not even that good. He but, just uh, doesn't have the decision-making of when to throw the ball. And it just – and that's the – like, the Giants, they would have momentum. And they'd be like, oh, the Giants might actually win this game. And then he would just throw, like, six yeah. picks in a row and just kill everything that they had. This, this is what I'll say is he makes the wrong reads. Like, he doesn't – and partially could be part of the reason is because of that. It's because of his – like, the oh, like the pocket collapses way too fast. Like, he doesn't have good field awareness to the point where, like – I would argue that's the most important part of being a yeah, quarterback. That's that's true. But I think that with, like – with just getting more weapons, like he has more options to like to get the ball to, especially with Saquon. Like if we were like, it was so easy for teams to like focus in on our offense because we knew like Saquon, that was it. Maybe Sterling Shepard, but he was always hurt. Evan Ingram is butterfingers half the time. So like, I just find it really annoying. And the fact that, um, uh, or no, I find it good that like, if we really do just bring in a nice, like a solid wide receiver one and Saquon healthy back, that our offense will uh, flourish a lot more than it has in the past. And I mean, flourishing for the Giants as of late has been like winning four games. So you might, yeah, flourish. trying to go, trying to go for that 500 and above. But crossed. 500 is absolutely absurd. Enough, enough about me. What, what, what you got? Go Giants, though. Um, I'm going to take this on to the hilltop 
There we go. And go with lower four is just the most grossly overrated dorm on the entire campus. You're gonna like you're gonna piss some people off, Clyde. Oh, I I'm sure I am. But when you just think of all the dorms on campus, like lower four is just supposed to be this mecca of upperclassmen boys where just there's always something going on and this year i just haven't seen that interesting i've just seen like lower three has has had elements of that upper threes definitely had elements of that lower four is just dead all the time and i think i have a hypothesis that that is due to there be no there being no common room there and with the covid restrictions it's easier to have something going on when there's a common room. But I really, I got to say, Reem, I'm, I'm disappointed in you and the boys in your dorm because lower four has just be- become a joke. I'll, I'll say this. I, oh God, lower four is just the epitome of just having, like just vibing. Like they, all the guys, we just hang out and we just chill. Like there's not a lot of like, we don't like to keep it like high energy all the time. We just like to hang out. With one another especially on like the weekend nights um me and Amon just hanging out in our room uh zion mombi ethan uh shout out a couple future guests like we just like we just like to chill like i don't understand like the fact that you come in for lower four and mr beckwith right down the hall okay that's also one of the reasons we don't like just flat out like ha- are always high energy his apartment is literally right on the hallway like dude i'm just it's saying- right there like we can't scream our asses off like i don't even know what the hell they do in lower three probably some weird shit but i'm just dude i'm just saying that when i came in as a sophomore and i'm sure when you came in as a freshman you were like dude the lowers must be where it's at like i'm sure they're having fun like 24 7 100 and it's not like we do have fun when i walk to go up to upper three where there's actually fun stuff going on i look down the fourth fourth whatever lower four have you seen upper four and i see what do they do there i will get to upper who lives there even i don't even know no one expects upper four to be some like whatever no one no one's expecting upper four to be like awesome there are expectations as lower four when you come into it that you are gonna make it a like good like a good environment to like be high energy and i mean that's i'll leave it at that you don't have to agree with me but you have to you definitely i'm blaming realize that COVID it's, too. it's different than in years past i i disagree 100 percent, and i just you're wrong that's all i have to say and um we are now going to bring in the mean machine canadian maple syrup man himself Zachary Watson, how are we doing? What's up? How are we doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. We are happy to have you on the show today. Thank you for happy. Happy us. to be here, man. Happy to be here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Would you? Uh, you got anything you want to say about lower four, lower three? Yeah. Any, any uh, here? Keep the peace. Yeah, y'all made a beat. Um, you know that was kind of. I remember, like Clyde was saying, sophomore year. I was like. Like when I get up, upperclassmen, I'm gonna be in the bricks. Um, Pine, you know. Uh, well, well, that yeah. That was... Well, we we all <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> that was fun. That but... was fun. Don't get me wrong. Good group, but uh, it was weird. I mean, 
we we had some events that went down that were yeah. uh pretty we questionable that. as like a human being uh pushed some limits but uh well i mean that was because of one dude but uh, yeah we yeah <laughs> <laughs> we all know that situation i don't think it needs to be uh, uh spoken about so but um i think like one of the things about pine which was just so fun is we just had a solid group of guys it was just like none of the guys had good relationships besides with like some of the, like the teachers that like not yeah. one besides one teacher that lived in the dorm yeah um, yeah uh but like he was one of the guys that caused like most of the tension within the dorm but it was just like overall i enjoyed it like i, I missed this like living in pine a little bit um even oh i definitely m- miss living in pine Watson. but one of my points one of my points with lower fours lower four seems very similar to pine to me and i'm like like this except unless you're living in me and reem's room where you're in, living in constant fear of hitting the floor too hard yeah, and true, waking up the beast because if i it even happens sometimes where i i like watson can attest to this i would jump off my bed and without even like realizing it and it was like 11 30 at night and like i literally was like hit the lights turn them off we're dead yeah, yeah. we're dead <laughs> and then tatsi would come running in just like who did that do we know no, the worst the that- worst was when you were like you do that i look at you it's just like blank stare <laughs> lights go off you see roll into bed you know everything's off and all you hear is dum, 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 dum. <laughs> the suspense dude of being in that room it was terrible. So, sometimes it didn't even happen like he wouldn't come so we'd just be sitting there in fear just like is that was the worst is he gonna come when you're waiting <laughs> that was bad that was bad uh, clyde how was uh i was living with um what's his name Johnny, Johnny Bevs. What's his name? Johnny. I've been talking to Johnny a lot recently. You know that? Yeah. Um, Johnny's cool, man. Johnny, as we all know, Johnny doesn't sleep really. True. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Um, so it would be it'd be the kind of situation where I just like wake up to use the bathroom or to like get a drink of water at like four a.m. or five a.m. and he'd just be sitting there, just like chilling. And just be like Johnny, like what's going on, man? Like, <laughs> why are you not asleep? I always remember sometimes I'd walk in on like a Saturday, it'd be like one in the morning, and he'd be sitting there with like a like a bowl of like some soup. I'm like, yeah. Johnny, Dude, what are you Campbell's doing? Soup. Oh, he, yeah. he, just, he just makes soup at like the randomest times. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like, oh, time for breakfast soup. He'd, he'd well, also... and he would constantly just drink energy drinks, and not like at like. And like he, around you know in the morning or at dinner like this kid would open an energy drink at midnight preparing <laughs> to ginger stay ales, the entire night the ginger ales it was just a constant stream of ginger ale just entering him i remember when uh we packed up right before we left for covid that uh or i think it was before covid that like he left a bunch of food oh yeah we were just mucking on yeah. it he had a mountain of food that he left yeah. there <laughs> That was awesome. It had to go, man. So We're playing some, uh, and it's not like he would have cared. Like it's like he was yeah. always. You walk into the room, it's like, yo, Johnny. He's like, it's under the bed. <laughs> like he knew instantly that you were coming to get something. Dude, you would know from like, bro. This is. I'll tell you this. Like, he would know. Back when uh, the the kid, one of the kids that lived directly above our room, I think we all know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, he would often come down for some drinks or food or something and you can just hear him get out of the bunk bed or get out of the chair upstairs <laughs> and you just hear like doo, 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 and, and uh bevs would just be like all right like here he comes here he comes <laughs> go, doo, yeah. doo, 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 all the that way kid down is, 
Yeah, that kid is one and of the. You know what? He wouldn't actually go. He wouldn't go all the way down the hallway. He would go down the staff only staircase. Yeah. <laughs> and then just pop into that the room. staircase scared me. Scared the shit out of me, dude. I was terrified to do that staircase because I always thought Tosti was going to be like, was like somehow going to be there at the same time. Be like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. It'd be scary. Yeah. I, also, he would, yeah. I also heard oh. that uh, Bevs likes to keep the room a cool negative oh, five God, degrees. I forgot about that. This night. kid's from West Palm Beach. <laughs> from dude, West Palm Beach. like a Beach. freezer. And the, the room's like 10 degrees when I wake up. Like, I'd leave my water bottle out, and it would freeze when I woke up. And I'm like, dude, what is going on here? <laughs> um, I also... But, yeah, I think we can get into some... Uh... Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we get to know Zach a little bit more, um, Clyde, I think before we oh, move yeah. up for Pine, you got to tell the uh, iconic story of coming back from uh, McDonald's and what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That's not a Johnny story. That's a Juan no, story. No, I know. That's a Juan story. We might have to save that one, dude. I thought that really? was a Lucas Come story. Come on. We already talked no, about it. No, that's, that's a Juan you gotta story. You got to tell that's it. That's a Juan okay. story. Yeah, no, no, no. We get, yeah, Clyde. Bust it out. Oh, my Come God. On. All right. All right. Um, yeah, so so we're going on one of our, our uh, maybe, what, once a month? Once a month. Once every blue moon. Trips. Yeah, with uh, with one of our dorm parents, right? So we're all getting in the we get in the in the vehicle. We go to McDonald's, right? <laughs> and so uh, some words were exchanged at McDonald's in a, in a playful manner, right? True. True. And uh, we get we get back to the dorm. And I go, I go to brush my teeth or whatever. I come back into my room, and there is like six sweet and sour packets just all <laughs> over my walls, just everywhere. <laughs> and, and like, there were just like broken, like the ripped open sweet and sour things, just like in my pillowcase, just like all over my bed, like everywhere around the room, right? So I'm like, dude, like, what is going on? So I clean up the sweet and sour sauce. My room smells like just like greasy fast food for like months afterwards. And apparently I I only found like, I found like all but one of them. And there was this like open sweet and sour packet that was like, marinating in my room behind behind like some shoes or something just forever (laughs) just like mcdonald's like completely synthetic sweet and sour sauce that was just there forever (laughs) all right bad news okay thank you clyde great story (laughs) all right um now for Zach, um, we're gonna get a little personal a little bit, but um, tell our listeners how did you come to uh, Pomfret School? How did you find out about it? Uh, pretty much on accident, man. Um, what was it? Ninth grade, I think. Uh, me and a buddy from both from Canada, you know, never really playing field or anything like that. Uh, we're just like one one day we saw this. Um, 3d showcase 
uh, prep school showcase. And so, you know, we were talking about it and asked our parents, whatever. And I told mom about it. She was like, yeah, like we go check that out, whatever. Uh, but you're not going, you're not going to a prep school. Like we're, we're not doing Interesting. That. Uh, Cause you know, from Canada, like the whole idea of a prep school is like these, you know, rich kids who, you know, like just, you know, not good at school. Uh, you know, some are good at sports for just a whole lot of money. Uh, we didn't really like know the whole gist about it. So uh, we end up going down, uh, doing pretty well at this, at this showcase. Um, and they're doing like a parent interview afterwards. Um, and so my mom's sitting there and she's listening and uh, she's like, damn, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, like, I, I think I might want to look into this a little bit more. So we go home. Uh, I get emails from a couple of schools. Um, and then I get an email from Pomfret School. And I remember uh, while I was playing one game, I cross-checked some kid in the neck uh, <laughs> off a pick because I'm not used you? to like, the field picks. You doing that? What? No, you would never do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You never do that. that. Cross-checking someone in the neck. All right. I, I don't want to hear it, okay? But, <laughs> so I do that. And I, I'm like, come on, like, that's legal. And then the refs is like, not in field, buddy. So I run off on the side. And uh, lo and behold, Mr. John Sheehan comes up and he's like, uh, you can't do that here. I was like, well, I didn't know. Like, I only play box. He's like, where are you from, Canada? Blah, blah, blah. We're talking about it. Shows me how to set an actual pick. Uh, I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like, this is different. And that's like what I remember. That's the only thing I remember from that entire showcase. Uh, so we go home. Like I said, mom's uh, thinking about it, getting emails. Uh, and then she's like, you know, do you actually like want to do this and, and play like this in college? And I was like, I think that's definitely something that, uh, you know, I'd really enjoy doing because I thought about doing the whole, you know, go to Ontario, play junior A, uh, you know, and then possibly like playing college or something like that. Um, but just not, not really my route. And I, I wanted to, you know, go to school here in the States. Um, I don't know if I should say like better education, but like get a really solid education in high school, better than you know my crappy public school year. Um, but yeah, we, we just kind of went off that, um, did my interview, went down, checked out a couple of schools. I looked at uh, Brewster a little bit. I looked at nah, uh, Lawrence Academy. No, Boo. no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But uh, yeah, when two were in Pomfret, I was like, damn. And I had Pagley. I had uh, ah. Pagley as a, as a, tour guide and i was like yeah pump the place <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> must have been a good tour must have been a good tour but uh but yeah man it was a pretty easy decision um oh yeah and uh there there i was happy to have had you uh great wait so one time i got one one question about that story so yeah. she taught you how to set a pick like what four years ago i was just wondering like why yeah. i haven't seen you set a legal <laughs> the whole time uh it's all about being effective, right? So you want to set your pick and then get knocked down, put that on film? No, like that's not how you do it. You set your pick and you have to do two things. One, uh, as that guy's coming in, you, you give him a little shot on the hip, right on the bone too, like leave a mark. Or, you know, if we're talking like late fourth quarter. Uh, I've gotten couple, some of those marks. Up a couple goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have. You've got many marks. I, I apologize. I have. Um, or the other one is... Uh, you know, you're up a couple goals, but he's been talking smack uh, for most of the game, and he, and he swings by. You know, I'm not a big – I'm not tall, right? So I can only do this on a couple people 
uh, but you just slide it right off the shoulder and crack him in the head. Um, that usually leaves a good message. Uh, and if not, then it's like a perfect opportunity. You just, you know, that's in the real chirp stuff. You know, you have like your entry level chirps, like, like, what's up, buddy? You know, that like the crappy stuff. And then you crack up like somebody in the stuff, head. Uh, and then you're, you're more really of a physical started. chirper. You're a physical chirper. Yeah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, I just remember our first box game. It was, oh, like, it was like a bunch of prep school kids who'd clearly like never played box before. And then, and then it was you on our team. Canadian. And then <laughs> did, some I my, other did I have Canadian. my box helmet on? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. Some other God. Canadian with a box helmet on the other team. I don't know who we're, we might have been playing like Deerfield or something. But like no, I remember every, that, yeah. everyone's like, oh, like we're just waiting to go to Chipotle after like facts. <laughs> like who really cares? <laughs> and these two are just going at it, like sticking their fingers in each other's helmets, just like <laughs> yanking everything, yeah, just like throwing haymakers um that's how that's how you're supposed to play it though dude yeah i mean you definitely get a, a little yeah. excited um <laughs> when you get in the rink i just love the game you know oh yeah, yeah. culture you and a mix of everything love exactly, exactly. <laughs> i also remember that uh watson like it was just hilarious just see this like small kind of frail canadian kid throw <laughs> this hockey helmet on because i'd never i just started playing lacrosse freshman year and so, like, mm-hmm. I just – I don't even know what box lacrosse was till like, that first game. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then, like, I, I think Wadi scored. And I don't even know if he scored one in the first game. I think he did. And I was like, oh, okay. So, this is – this, this <laughs> Yeah, is, no, that – uh, that I mean, Claude, you've seen the Black Wolves play, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that stuff that we do in that small area, like, that's not – I mean, yeah, you know, you get your uh, – possession on offense differently and there's not on the or not as many people but dude if you get some like backwoods team from new brunswick like where <laughs> i'm from you know playing with a bunch of kids who like picked up a stick yesterday in the in their local boxing club like well, that's the off. real that's the good stuff you know because you win the game like you beat those kids every time but you hate playing against them because you just yeah. go out and it's just fists that's all you get and the ref is like yep just play on <laughs> Yeah, speaking that, of fighting, you're gonna hate me for this, but I I gotta I gotta bring up your guy McGregor. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think everyone was shocked that he would yeah. go down like that. Like but, that, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I watch a lot of UFC, watch a lot of boxing. I lose a lot of money on both of them, um, but. Like I like that fight was gonna be a good fight, no matter what. Connor beat him the first time, uh, you know, as everybody thought he was going to. But this one, Poria, you know, came back, uh, working his ass off, man. Like he's a good fighter. It's not like this was like a lucky shot that he landed. Um, like that that was a good shot, and they both landed. Connor landed a couple. I was like, how is this man still standing? Because that kid can throw. Conor McGregor's like, well, I mean, he is the best striker in the UFC. Now, I guess, I don't know if he's in retirement still or what, what his deal is. But, um, yeah, that I, I was not a happy camper after that fight for sure. After, yeah. I love that. I love McGregor. I do. But the amount of money that has gone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, you've put a pretty oh – McGregor's cost you a pretty penny. How between much was that the, uh, to be 
the uh, oh, is it the Khabib or Mayweather that you put a, a good amount down on? It was Khabib. Ah. It was the Khabib fight. Ah. And then did did you win some when he uh, was against like the Cowboy or whatever? Sharon, yeah. Yeah, I want. I didn't put. I I learned my lesson on Khabib to not throw big money down like that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. He's he's a always a good bet to go with, but you got you got to know late, who he's going up against. As of not, late, not as lately. Looks like he's a little more focused on proper twelve than UFC. But I mean, yeah, he's gone all Jedi on us now. He's like respectful. Jedi. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I like that, but. Yeah, I also, I also, he was a good sport though, McGregor. After the uh, the fight, like he was going up to uh, what, who who did he fight? What was the guy's name? Remember? Oh, Jorge. Jorge, yeah, yeah, Jorge. He was going up to like his wife, saying like, like great fight, He's a great man, saying all this stuff. Just it was just super respectful. So I like seeing that side of him, which was nice. But yeah, I, sure I, was, I hate it. I was surprised <laughs> by that. I was also surprised by Zach going on social media and saying great fight, like two way battle, like well-deserved and I was like dude that is not your way to go like oh, I've McGregor? never yeah I've never no Zach I've never seen Zach like been being a fan and a supporter of like yeah uh, I was down bad all right I was <laughs> yeah. at the point I was at the point where I'm like I can either you know bitch and complain about this and get ripped at by the two of you for the next you know however long it is or I can, I can soak this one, even though it hurts. It hurts my heart to soak one like that. But uh, yeah, man, I was I was hurting. I was hurting. All right, that was not. Where um, let's let's get back to a little bit pompous side of things. Sorry to bring yeah. up the, uh, your hurtful gambling past. Yeah, um, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's go with uh, how about um. Uh, seems you've been really happy at Pomfret so far. Um, you got you found yourself a lady there. Um, yeah, uh, gonna go up to uh, play Division Three lacrosse next year. It's awesome. Sure. Let's let's go through. Uh, talk to us about your uh, favorite Pomfret memory. What you, what you got? Oh, dude, <laughs> I feel like uh, there's a lot of memories that like shouldn't have taken place. Um, and the, I mean. Our like our friend group is a very diverse. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the, like the right words to say here. Um, adventurous and unique uh, a group of guys that we have. <laughs> um, but you know the best memories are like obviously in the dorm, um, just hanging out with the guys. Like those are all great memories. You know making those friendships, but favorite memory uh coming back colonial championship we're down mind you i i played for what like two seconds i run on the field coaches we get a penalty and i i just pulled the you got on the matter you got pt you got pt who cares you got on that game yes i told dude i told you the story before coach calls me up i'm like oh my god i'm gonna mess this up so bad like this is so bad um because I, I, I don't know if we were still up at that point or if we were – or if we were up at that point or if we were, like, on the come up. Um, but – I think it was when we were I'm down. At the, I'm at the, I'm at the end of the bench. Had to be when we were down. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Um, it was – it's, you know, us three. I think uh, Bomber was back there with us. Um, 
I don't know if Bealy was there or not, or if he was like up at the front doing his thing. And McMahon, because he, he, the four of us, us three and McMahon, that was an intense hype group. Yeah, we, true. we ran the bench I mean, for dude, sure. I'd go out, this should have been my hot take of the day. I mean, that's the greatest <laughs> bench performance in oh, the history 100%. of competition. 100%. Only, only time I touched the field was when Wells scored and I would just run onto the field and just scream. Yeah, and it would literally yeah, but... just be like, like everyone on the team was was like pumped, oh but there God. was just like this rogue section of the bench that was just like, like eating turf, just like doing all this random stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just to the go. order, the uh, the dynamic order. And I mean, we knew our role. Like none of us were gonna we're gonna see. The oh field yeah, no, game, exactly. Guess, well, that team was stacked, dude. We had how many seniors was, did we had that year? Yeah, uh, nine, nine, eleven. It was nine commits. Yeah, and 11 nine commits, nine commits, and then like probably eleven or twelve seniors. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I learned. We I think we all learned pretty quickly. Yeah, I think we learned pretty quickly in this yeah. season. Like, this is it. <laughs> this is where we stand. Honestly, but I mean, it wasn't bad, man. It was yeah, like, Florida I last. True. Oh, that was sick. Florida. So that was. <laughs> Florida was unreal. Yeah, Reem. How was Florida, bro? How was dude playing okay, in Florida? Up, so shut up, on, bro. Shut up, Clyde. My lord. <laughs> Broken elbow. Shut up. No, yeah, Still but uh, but that that was that was that's probably my best best experience. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's a yeah, good that, that feeling. That I feeling. I'm just so. like being down all game, looking over like them razzing us, and then we we you know started putting some in. Harry Brown potted one, dude. That was intense. I went <laughs> first of the crazy first of the career for that. Yeah, that, that was, was nuts. But dude, I like yeah. We gotta like clip just the bottom left of the of the film from that game that's just like the end of the bench <laughs> oh yeah and just no i think our best too. performance was uh uh providence well it might have been Tabor. Tabor. yeah yeah Tabor. that, that was so that was nuts crazy. that was sick Plant like their, their facilities wicked. are so nice yeah dude i just i watched the film from that game and i just see like bro i just see me and watson just like running laps like down the side <laughs> of the field in celebration like every time it's colonial yeah because we're so far at the end of the place that, like, <laughs> the, the coaches don't even have jurisdiction over our actions. Yeah. And we're just going crazy. Yeah, dude, I'd break a sweat and be gassed, and I didn't even touch the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I was more oh, tired yeah. than some of the starters at some points. Yeah. Honestly. It was nuts. I, I, was, I was a lot of fun. I, I, I mm-hmm. appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> All right, boys. I've got... A question for the two of you. Now, this is this might sound sound like a joke, but this is pretty serious in my heart. Okay. Um, what are your top five cookies of all time? Top five cookies. <laughs> Lay it on me. Room, you started off. Yeah, I gotta. I'm going. I think I'm I'm ready for this. All right. Girl Scout Thin Mints, hundred percent number one coming in number one. Like there's no nothing beating that. Just the texture of it, the flavor, so good. Minty chocolatiness, just fire. Like don't don't get me started on those. Number two, some nice fresh tuck chocolate chip cookies. Can't go wrong with that. Like the gooey. They're, sometimes they're not even like baked all the way through, which is like probably bad, mm-hmm. and that shouldn't happen. But like, who cares? It just makes them even better. Um, so that's number two. Number three classic oreos golden or chocolate in my opinion golden oreos are very underrated i love golden oreos um but chocolate is better of course 
Number four, some Subway Fresh, uh, nice and uh, doughy uh, sugar cookies. And Subway? Number- like, th- hold on. Have I got to pause you here. I got to pause you, bro. <laughs> you ever had those? You're going to Subway and getting cookies? I mean, after I have my nice, healthy, not really sandwich. No, no, no. Not saying, not saying like, <laughs> I'm just saying like, if you're trying to get a cookie, you're going to Subway to buy it. They're good. Like, what's like what's that's essentially they're known for having good cookies. No. So, Reen, am I wrong? Picture yourself just some on any given day. You're sitting there, like, dude, I could use a cookie right now. Your your Subway. order your order is gonna be first. Look for like one of those stands, some Girl Scout stand to buy some Thin Mints. Second, go to the Tuck and get some chocolate chip or cookies. Third, get some Oreos. Fourth, go to Subway, a sandwich shop, to get cookies that have definitely been there for like six weeks. That's why I said fresh. <laughs> fresh. It's always fresh at Subway. Come on. Eat fresh. I'm sure they like. Yeah. <laughs> I have friends who work at Subway, dude. Dude, yeah, you like, had a shout out. Bro, Watson, Nothing. what was that about, bro? You texted in the group chat. You're like, you're like, yo, you think there are any spots at Subway this summer? <laughs> oh my! Okay, so okay, that was so embarrassing. I, uh, all my friends were like, all of my friends work at Subway. Every single one of them at the it's same. It's the place to be. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and so I, I thought I was in that group chat, and I was like, because I'm looking for a job in the summer. Uh, I was like, yo, you think that, like Subway gonna be hiring in the summer? And I left my phone. Like I didn't look at it for a couple minutes. I come back. And you guys are like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm like, damn it. I sent it to the wrong one. Yeah, that was so embarrassing. That was not good. All right, Reem, conta- yeah. continue with your. All right. Number five is just going to trigger you so much, but I love it, so I don't care. Number five, Fig Newtons. Oh, nice. that pains my heart. Fig Newtons. Nasty. And I'll, it, it was close, though. Like the honorable mention, number five. But uh, honorable mention is Milano's. Milano's are good. Uh, I'll say that, dude. I would you could entertain so much more. That'd be fine. If you went, if you went, I'm fine with your top three. If you went Milano's four and threw in like, I don't know, Chips Ahoy five, like then I'd give you some respect. But Subway sugar cookies, like that's they're, just, they're good, dude. That's just I'll find some and I'll give them to you. And I, Rim, you want to see what a a good like well-rounded cookie top five list is looking like if it's yours i'm clearly not gonna so it's okay okay i'll i'll uh save you the favor number one tuck fresh cookies i don't care what you want with thin mints like tuck fresh (laughs) cookies there will never be a greater like just like whatever dish of food in like i don't think i there's nothing like being in the dorm being like oh Dude, I'm gonna go get some tuck cookies. Like those are, and so they're always fun. warm. Exactly, they're gooey. Fresh like, you eat them with a fork. Like, think about that. You're nah, eating bro. Your... My hands are just caked in chocolate. Why are you yeah, eating you them? Use with your, your hands. hands. There's your mistake, dude. You got to use the fork. And you're also like, I'm out here eating cookies with a fork. Like, that just feels baller. <laughs> number two, number two, I went thin mints. Kind of like a a cop out pick. Just like the classic answer. I mean, like, just got pretty, pretty good all around. I'm a fan of freezing them, personally. Uh, get some more value there. Three, I'm going Tate's. Uh, I think Tate's is something you kind of got to be in a mood for. They're probably that 
exact opposite of the tough cookies. Like hard, not burnt, but just like cooked all the way through. But I'm a big fan of them. Four, I've got questionable pick now that I look at it, but I'm going Nilla wafers. Uh, big fan of those when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how much I have to say. There's just no downsides. I have Oreos at five, and the reasoning behind that is you're, it gets stuck in your teeth like all day. Bruh. And like, are you telling me you're about to brush your teeth after every time you eat Oreos? You want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drink some water or some milk even. I'm going to swish it around and get it out and then go on with my day. Dude, that's not – do you know how like deeply lodged in there? That's and why I said golden cheap. Oreos. You can't, you can't see them. Yeah, and that's actually, that's actually why I had it at the five because of golden Oreos because I think that's a better uh, alternative. Yeah. And then I got, I got hooked on golden Oreos at one point. And oh, yeah. I was I was not complaining. Was it Golden Oreos and Destiny for you? All right, let's let's not get started on. <laughs> let's not go down that well. That's all right. But my my honorable mention, I got Samoas. Um, those I don't even are the know coconut those are. chocolate uh, Girl Scout cookies. I like some days, dude. Honestly, if I'm being honest, some days I'm like, if I see a Girl Scout thing, I'm like, dude, like Samoas might go better, might be better than Thin Mints, but. I just understand that they're a lot less diverse and it's not like an everyday pick type of thing. Watson, I'll pass it off to you. Um, I'm only seeing two things on your list, but that might be, there might be reasoning behind that. So, uh, yeah, I'm cutting it down to one. Um, unfortunately, you know, you guys aren't blessed enough to experience this. Um, but I, I've said it before, right. You know, that, that whole, thing america runs on duncan but uh you know canada we hang with tim uh tim hortons dude i you could we could have an entire podcast about tim hortons how happy it makes me yeah as a man you know uh zach and his timmy's tim hortons the tim hortons chocolate chip cookie you you know basic cookie everyone thinks like what's the most basic you know chocolate chip nothing nothing too special you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong. This thing, you could, if you're low on money, you could buy one of these cookies and you could propose with this cookie and she'd say yes. Okay. <laughs> you can brush your teeth with this cookie and they'll come out sparkling white. All right. This thing, I, I, I can't, I can't even put it into words. You, oh, it, it's sometimes the, the perfect thing is, is that they don't know how to make them. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get the super thin ones. Sometimes you get ones that look like a hockey puck, right? So, so it, it's the the best thing is that they're not just one cookie, right? You can, but the taste, oh my god, I don't know what kind of drugs they put in this thing, but, but, not only are they addictive, you could use this thing as pre workout. <laughs> you could use this. You could use this thing as melatonin. It is everything. Yeah, it is so versatile and just perfect. Yeah. When you think of Canada. When you, wait, one sec. One second. Oh yeah. When you th- when you Sorry. think of Canada, right? As Americans, you know you, you think of snow and this, uh, you know polar bears and an igloo. If you ever come here, the only thing I ask of you is to buy a single. That's all you need. Just one to change your life. It's like mushrooms. 
Oh, yeah. Right, you do it once and, and you're and you're cha- you're a changed man after this. The, I, I could go on and on about this cooking man, but I, that holds a place in my heart. There's my there's my family, and then Tim Hortons cookies. There you go. <laughs> I gotta ask Watson. So I remember, I was there your first time at Dunkin' Donuts. This was like <laughs> that we were going to that Endicott tournament, like yeah, way back first i was so i'm so mad at you guys because you didn't invite me to go with you to that and i was pissed no you didn't no you didn't didn't no dude probably because we saw you shooting yeah like i don't blame you but i was so mad (laughs) dude so i remember i don't really remember i don't think you were confident enough to say your your true feelings about duncan but we've gone many times since on the way to box yeah give me your dunkin donuts review and give it, give it, like give it hell, next to Tim Hortons. I want to, I want to see your your opinion. Um, I mean, I'm biased, obviously, uh, but I, I don't hate it. You wow. know, if I was, uh, if I was broke, I'd definitely go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, food, food wise, um, I'd say that. Tim Hortons maybe tastes a little better, but Duncan's got Duncan has variety beat over Tim Hortons. That's like that's for sure. Uh, and their iced coffee, like you could, mm-hmm. it's yeah, I agree, much better Back, than Tim, honestly. Tim yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, like Duncan hot coffee, like I haven't heard great things about. I'm, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not, I'm not a hot coffee person. Um, even yeah. in the morning, I'm just, I'm an iced coffee guy, and the Duncan iced coffee is is outmatched in my eyes. Um, but I've been to Tim's like once and it didn't seem much different, but I could see if I was, but which one, where did you go? What, what Tim Hortons did I you go to? I went in, in Montreal. Is that, see, am you're I in, see, here's the problem. You're in Quebec. All right. Yeah. You don't go there. They speak that's French. Like, there. <laughs> that's no man's land. All right. The only place you go to in Quebec is like, like the old city, like Quebec city. That's cool. But the rest, I mean, my mom grew up there. Uh, it's just not, it's not a, it's not a great any place, man. Tim's in America? Oh, I mean, they've got to. I, I would imagine, yeah. I'll like, be just be like Maine. upper north. Yeah, like yeah. way up north. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we probably doesn't get exclusive. Much, doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I, I know there's a Duncan in, or I could be wrong. Canada I, I runs on Duncan? Duncan. Canada runs Hell no. Oh, runs on dude. leans on Timmy, whatever the hell you said. Timmy hangs up his back with Timmy. <laughs> All right, I think but. we're gonna call it at that. It's been mm-hmm. we spent quite a while talking to our man Zach here. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you for all of the uh, beautiful insight you have provided with us on this call. Yeah, man, thanks, thanks for thanks for bringing me on. First, first guest, I feel honored, yeah, you know, of course, oh, yeah, of course, one of many, yeah. One of many to yeah, come. this is this is a sick thing that you guys are doing. I think this is a wicked thank idea. Thank you, man. So Appreciate it. Keep it keep it rolling. All right. Sure. Thank you, Zach, for joining us. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode two. Um, definitely got more material coming our way, uh, coming your way um, in the near future. Be on the lookout for that. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening, guys. 